to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. It's great to have you joining us today. Last week, we started our new season. And last week, I talked about how my original plan was to do the episode I'm going to do today, last week, because we ended last season with an episode about helping people with anxiety. But I decided I wanted to do that, start the season with that other inspirational message to kick off the season. And so today I want to do this linkage from helping people with anxiety to what about yourself? How can you help yourself? 10 habits for anxiety free living. These are habits that I've been practicing my entire adult life, really, I guess, even before then. I think they are absolutely uh, golden. They are golden. If you will practice them, you can be free of anxiety. Now, let's just make sure we we have a, a couple of definitions here today so there's no confusion. Like, you know, like the difference between clinical depression and depressive moods. I'm talking about anxiety uh, that, you know, can cause you to have this uh really just disconcerting kind of sense like the world is closing in on you might be heart palpitations you might be dizziness things like that situations outside of your comfort zone uh, the unknown negative thoughts insecurities anticipation worry of something happening worrying thoughts about something bad these things i'm not talking about anxiety as a disorder that a functions your that it that really uh, impacts your ability to function on a daily basis over an extended period of time and you know can just alter your mood significantly your sleep your activity level your social engagements even your ability to, to care for yourself that's a, a different level of what you might call a generalized anxiety disorder. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the first thing, just the the challenge of these anxious thoughts and the anxiety and that it can bring and you just you, you can just have these very overwhelmed feelings. So that's what we're going to talk about today and and jump into in just a moment, but before we do that, I always like to start by just, you know, telling you about some things you can take advantage of, some new resources, things that are out there. And I'm just excited because one just came out yesterday and it is on the Bible app, the Version Bible app, which is the largest Bible app in the world. One of the largest apps in the world, over half a billion people. Uh, our subscribers to the Uversion Bible app, and they have on there these reading plans that you can do, and I've done them before. I already have six of them, but I have a brand new one that just came out yesterday. That reading plan is called Mindset Matters, and I am very excited about how this can help you. Five days of inspiration for positive and optimistic thinking. So if you are looking for a five-day boost to get your thinking right, your thoughts right, and have a more optimistic, positive, faith-filled, however you want to call it, mindset, attitude, mentality, again, lots of different words that all mean the same basic thing, then I would just highly encourage you to go there and to... Look it up under plans. Probably the easiest thing to do 
is just to type my name in and it will come up. But you could type in Mindset Matters or or you could look for it under different uh, headings that it might be under, like uh, encouragement or anxiety, whatever you want to do. But if I were you, I'd just put, put my name in there and, and let it let it kind of rip from there. But this is free. And what it does is each day there'll be this reading and um, a scripture that goes along with it. And it's just a great way if you could just dedicate, you know, your week to maybe start on a Monday and go straight through till Friday and just see if it doesn't just have a significant impact in a positive way on your mindset and your thinking. And some of the things, of course, we'll talk about today, uh, including the very first point, uh, tie into this heavily. So mindset matters. Five days of inspiration for positive and optimistic thinking on the Bible app called the U version. Uh, there's different Bible apps, but the biggest one is the U version Bible app. And I would just strongly encourage you to get it and go through that five day plan. Share it with other people. Maybe do it together with your friend group or family or coworkers. And you know, each of you just go through it each day and then you can talk about it and see how it's helping you. Uh, maybe your Bible study group, your small group of church, whatever it might be. I think it can really, really, really help you. I'm very excited about it. And and uh, I, I'm very passionate about this subject and I'm really thrilled to be able to put this uh, out there for anyone who wants to take advantage of it. And I really hope lots and lots and lots of folks do. So that is available. I would just say those of you that maybe are joining us for the new season for the first time, rickmcdaniel.com. That's the place to go. That's the best place, just rickmcdaniel.com. And there you will find the Bible reading plans, the stuff that I do on the Pray app, uh, just things I've written, uh, books, articles, speaking engagements, all that sort of stuff. If you want to have me come and speak, I'm just you can fill that out. Form, contact us, whatever. Learn more about all about what I'm doing, what High Impact Living is all about, the ministry that I lead, High Impact Living, which is that's just with someone the other day. They're like, I love that name. I'm like, thank you. I love it too, man. High Impact Living. How do you live a high impact life? That's what I'm. That's what I'm all about, helping you to be able to do that. So go to rickmcdaniel.com. That's your best place to find all the resources, all the different things that I've got out there in one uh, one stop. You can find it there. All right, so let's just jump in. 10 Habits for Anxiety-Free Living. These are habits, again, that you can practice. And when you do, you will be free of anxiety. And the first one is absolutely the first two really i tell you are the ones that just will work so well they all work but these two you just have got to practice the first one is control your thoughts there's a very fascinating scripture in the bible proverbs 4:23 it says be careful how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts be careful how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts so what you think about and and anxiety has everything to do with what you think about. I have a a phrase that I'm known for that I've said many, many, many times. Um, Whatever, whatever is strongest, whatever you think about longest will be strongest in your life. Whatever you think about longest 
will be strongest. What's strongest in your life? It could be anxiety or it could be freedom. It could be peace. Whatever you think about longest becomes strongest in your life. Be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. What's, you know, what's inside your mind? Are your thoughts helping you or hurting you? Are you thinking things like, I'm not good enough. I'll never break this addiction. I'll never see my dreams come true. I'll never get out of debt. I'll never find my spouse, someone I can spend my life with. When you fill your mind with those kinds of negative thoughts, they determine the course of your life and they can bring a whole lot of anxiety into your life because you think, oh, I'm just going to be mired in debt forever. I'll never be able to find someone to spend my life with. You know, I'm never going to see these dreams come true. It's amazing how this kind of thinking can fill your mind. The negative is easier to believe than the positive and negative thinking is contagious. So if you're not careful, you end up anxious. You've got to think positive thoughts on purpose. You've got to control your thinking. So controlling your thoughts is absolutely the first thing. Now, great news. Mindset matters. That's what it's all about. I mean, it's just perfect timing. Absolutely perfect timing. And I I wish I could... You know, Sam's such a genius. I lined this up so perfectly. I mean, I didn't know when this was coming out. Of course, I knew we were in the neighborhood somewhere, but I didn't know it would work out so beautifully. It comes out yesterday and here you go today, one day later. Man, that's fantastic. So go get it and and, and you can really build on what I've talked about here in, in greater depth. The second is to have a, a, a morning quiet time or a morning devotional time. Anxiety can pop up, you know, (laughs) and uh, there's one way to keep it from popping up and that's to have like this daily routine that you just commit to. So uh, again, those who've heard me speak know I'm again well known for this phrase, you know, don't let your feet hit the floor before, before you've had your quiet time, your devotional time, just Start your day before you get involved in anything. Before you talk to anyone, look at your phone, anything. Start your day in prayer with the Bible, ideally with the devotional, like like my devotional or the reading plan. You know, just start your day with these positive, uplifting thoughts, scripture, prayer, talk to God. Bible says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer, give it over to God. Don't be anxious about anything. Give everything to God. Here's how you can be anxious free. Give your concerns. We all have concerns, anxiety. You know, it's not about like, oh, anxiety, free living, impossible. Well, it's impossible not to have things that could cause you to be anxious or have anxiety. But what do you do with them? And if you start your day with this daily routine or ritual, you know, you, you really like just anchors your day. And so you, know, you just start your day and you're just like some part of your prayer is gratitude and thanksgiving. So you focus on the good things that are happening in your life, and what God's done for you. And then you unburden your heart about the things that you're concerned about. And you read this Bible and you have like a, 
uh, scripture, uh, devotion, and you know, you, you're going to start your day off in the right way. And if you skip it, you'll see the difference. So don't skip it. Make sure every single day you have this, this daily devotional quiet time. And if you practice that, you will be free of anxiety. You will not have to deal with challenges that everyone else faces. I'm not saying those won't be a part, but you'll handle them differently. All right, here's a third habit. I've also talked about this before, and it's a huge one, and that is practicing acceptance. Acceptance is the pathway to peace. Lord, help me to accept the things I cannot change. Give me the courage to change the things I can. Give me the wisdom to know the difference. That's the famous serenity prayer by Reinhold Niebuhr, and it's absolutely true. It's impossible to go through life without feeling anxious, of course, but people who don't get anxious recognize and accept this reality about acceptance. The more that you accept that life will bring you challenges and difficulties, the quicker the anxiety goes away. When you resist it and then you know you, you, you try to, to uh, fight it, so to speak, it, it, it ends up being magnified in your life. So acceptance is understanding that there are things beyond your control. And the beauty of acceptance is being able to just say, okay, there's things that I cannot control. I just got back from a trip. I'll, I'll talk more about it in, in episodes to come. And somebody was asking me about it. And they said, what about the weather? I said, it was just unbelievable. Every single day was perfect. Just day after day after day after day after day. It was cool in the mornings. The sun came out. It warmed up. It was sunny. It was warm. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. There wasn't humidity. It was just absolutely perfect. The week before, they told me it rained like crazy. I was originally supposed to go the week before. There were a couple of key reasons why I should have gone the week before, honestly. But for a whole series of reasons, I didn't. If I'd gone the week before, I would have had rain. What could I do? Do I control the weather? Do you control the weather? Of course not. So you just have to accept things. And when you accept things, you accept the things you can't change. You can't change people. You can't change the past. You can't change the weather. Control, control people, control the past. You know, it's over. Control the weather. When you realize these things, acceptance will just be an unbelievable blessing to you. So, practice acceptance. All right. Understand false alarms. In other words, your brain has two roles, to predict and to protect, right? When your brain senses danger, real or perceived, it triggers the the fight, flight, or freeze response. The amygdala, the amygdala, you know, that part of your brain that is the deals with emotion. Now, an anxious brain can struggle to differentiate between real and perceived threats. So you get an email from your boss and it says, we need to talk. And all of a sudden, you start feeling super anxious now, you say, yeah, I mean, come on, that's that's challenging. Yeah, but a real threat would be like a car is racing towards you and about to smash into you. 
And having been in an accident where a 22-year-old young man clipped my car and turned my car into a spinning, spinning miracle story on, on another one of my trips this summer, by the way. Maybe we'll talk about that at some point. I, you know, I it's fresh in my mind. Now that's a real threat. So you can say, listen, that's a real threat. Now, your boss, you know, wanting to talk with you, what... You don't know what that's about. It could be it could be about something really good. It could be about a new new project or a promotion, any number of other things. Or it could be asking you for your opinion or insights on a another employee or another situation. So running right to the negative and oh this is bad. You're just it's just completely uh, self sabotaging. Don't do it to yourself. Understand. You know, when something's a real alarm and when it's a a false alarm and don't allow the false alarms to become real. Now, listen, if there's a car, you know, racing after you or coming towards you. And by the way, unbelievable story, a month and a half after what happened to me, someone ran a light and then tried to turn and hit my wife. And we had two two people hit us, both our different cars within a a month and a half. I haven't had that happen ever in um, our marriage just bizarre now you know someone goes through a light and starts turning they're coming at you 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 got a reason you got a reason to be anxious and concerned and the amygdala will tell you fight flight or freeze right okay that's one thing but don't let things that aren't real per absolute bona fide threats to your well-being and your safety come into the same thing as someone sending an email and your boss saying, let's talk about that. Two very different things. All right, here's another habit. Embrace self-compassion. So this is uh, this is just being able to just reframe your thinking. Instead of, you know, these sorts of thoughts like, you know, why am I so stupid or I'm never going to get that job to I made a mistake. It happens. I'll try my best to get the job. If I don't get it, then I'll try for a different job. Just being able to to not have this negative self-talk. And I'm actually going to do an entire episode on this because I, I just feel like it's a real issue where you just down on yourself, down on yourself, down on yourself. So we'll dig into it in, in, in greater detail in the weeks and months to come. But for now, this is a habit that, you know, just give yourself a break. It's amazing how we can be more, say, understanding and compassionate about others than we can actually be to ourselves. I mean, it's just a very twisted thing, right? And so this can lead to all kinds of anxiousness and anxiety that's unnecessary if we just cut ourselves a little bit more of a break and have a better degree of of compassion for ourselves. All right, here's a couple practical ones. And, you know, I've talked about these in other habits episodes before. Because if you go back and look, you see I've got a number of these. And, but, you know, you just can't get around it. Get enough sleep. When your mind's racing, sleep may be the last thing on it, but it's absolutely essential. Seven or eight hours of sleep improves your mood, your memory, your impulse control. 
When you get proper sleep, you make better decisions, have an easier time regulating your mood. Sleep is essential. When you're feeling anxious, just give your mind a break and, and recharge your body. And lots of times, you know, the, the anxious and the anxiety then leads to the exact opposite of that. Staying up late, not sleeping enough. So this is a habit. You just have to absolutely practice it. And, and again, I, um, as I've said, all these habits are ones I've been practicing forever. I have just been getting good sleep my entire life. And I, you know, I mean, I've been in some very uh, high pressure situations, but still got my sleep and it's just absolutely vitally important. And here's another one, staying physically active. Movement can be therapeutic. You, you know, your nervous system is going to say, could we engage in some type of activity here? You know, where lots of energy is spent. There may be times when you need something slower, you know, like more like a stretching type of thing. But get your body moving. Hard to be anxious and exercise at the same time. It's just, it's true. It's just, it's a marvelous stress reducer. It's just, it's a great anxiety reducer. Moving, movement. You know, it's it's like an important part of letting your emotions kind of move from the mind through the body. Could be something as easy as just taking the stairs instead of the elevator, walking a different route uh, to the office or even within the office building. Just looking for ways to, again, activate your body and let your body and mind work in concert with one another. I'm a huge believer for athletes, so it just comes really naturally to me to just think these ways. But I'm telling you, you don't have to be a former athlete. Anyone can exercise and everyone should. And if you're making excuses why you can't, again, what a great thing to start doing, not just for your physical health, but for your emotional health as well. Here's another habit, and this is a, kind of an interesting way to say it. I read this article about people don't get anxious and what therapists say, and this was one one that I, I just thought was interesting. Engage in esteemable acts, an esteemable act. So in other words, there's a difference between uh, doing things you can enjoy and doing things that build your esteem. And the distinction is the anxiety busting aspect. In other words, esteemable acts are things that build your self-esteem and your sense of mastery. There are, there are activities that you feel confident and competent in doing. So it could be playing a musical instrument or a sport. It could be fixing something. It could be learning a new language. Feeling like you have accomplished something reduces anxiety. This is really fascinating if you just ponder this and think about it for a moment. You know, this idea that doing things that you're good at, because when you do things that you're good at, you feel good about yourself. They build your esteem 
And that works directly against those bad thoughts of why am I so stupid? I'll never get this job. You know, all the the, the negative self-talk. This is the perfect antidote for the negative self-talk is to practice these things that you have mastery over and that you are good at. This is why, not to get way off here today, but in a very well-known article that I wrote years several years ago, I talking about parenting, I encourage parents to help their kids find something that they can be good at. I think every good kid should find something that they that they're good at, that they can be known for. It's enormously important to parenting, but it turns out it's pretty important to uh, adults as well. So take advantage of that. And now here's another one because, hey, listen, this is it. Have someone you can talk to. Just getting things off your chest can be very helpful with anxiety. Being able to talk about how or what you feel is one way to, to express, to validate what you're experiencing. Having someone that you trust that you can talk to uh, about it, you know, can really, really help you in not being anxious and, and not having anxiety. So who's that person in your life? It could be your spouse. It could be your, your best friend. It could be your pastor. It could be anybody. You, you can determine that. People who are rarely anxious don't attempt to solve all their problems by themselves. They surround themselves with a healthy support network. And it doesn't have to be a massive network. Just It could be just one or two trusted friends that you, you know, that you can really count on and rely on and kind of throw things off of, bounce things off of and just let them tell you what they think. There's a reason why community is, is, is so important. You know, having that community of people. One of the great reasons why you should be part of a local church because you have a built-in community there. So just having people that you can talk to, that you can bounce off things on, can just really you know help you to reduce your anxiety in a pretty significant way. You need to take advantage of those folks that you have in your life. And maybe you have them, but in you're thinking, oh, I, should, I don't want to share that or I don't want to burden someone. That's, that's not the way to think. Think of it as these people, my friends, and they're here for me and they want to help. They want to help you. The final habit, again, is one that uh, out of that article that just was an interesting, <laughs> talked about values so many times in so many ways, but I, I like the way that the way that this was uh, expressed, but, you know, living your values. People good with anxiety understand what matters most to them. And as I reflected on this, I thought, yeah, you know, I never put it that way, never really articulated it that way, but I think that's been a big part of what's helped me to live anxiety-free is The values that I have are are very clear to me. They're very strong. They're very present in my life. And they really help me to understand what matters most. And that has a very positive effect on battling against anxious thoughts and anxiety. Now, the values that you have, they're not goals. They're really the 
they're the why rather than the what, you know, know your why, that kind of thinking, you know, know your why. You know, you think about when you feel most fulfilled and what are the underlying values that made that those moments significant? And these values function as your compass. They steer you, your life uh, uh, in the right direction. And what it does is it steers your life right out of anxiety. Now, you, you just think about for a moment this kind of foundational value, uh, which I have, which is my relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And then how that relationship with Jesus and following the teachings of Jesus and trying to live my life according to the principles of the Bible, how that just grounds me in a thinking about life. And and because I have this kind of thinking, and then I quoted scripture, no, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything pray. And then you think about Jesus talks again about anxiety as well. It talks about giving your burdens, coming to him, unburdening yourself. And all of all of this thinking that goes around about peace, the peace that comes in forgiveness, the peace that comes in knowing that God has a purpose and a plan for your life, that is the foundation value. And that is the number one way I know how to not have anxiety is because I know that God is at work. I know there's a bigger plan. I understand that not everything goes my way. I'm not happy about that necessarily, but I but I have a sense of peace in knowing that God's purposes will be accomplished. God can work good even out of bad situations. So that kind of value framework is the foundation. And man, when you have that, yeah, people good at managing anxiety understand what matters most. And when you understand, you know, ultimately God's in control and you're not, and you understand that God's got your best interest in mind and all things will work together for good, then you can, you can have a lot of peace, inner peace. So there it is, 10 habits to practice. Started with a couple of real important ones, ended with a super important one. Put them into practice in your life and, and you can be free of anxiety. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.